I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glovers cast. Oh, <laughs> right. Let's just get into it. Me, I'm joined by Mr. Ben Barrett. I'm joined by David Coates, who spent his Saturday afternoon at Roots Hall watching Yeovil Town uh, lose 1-0 to Southend. It feels like I listened, I listened to the first half and most of the second half, but it felt like a game that Three things happened in the first half, and that was it. What was the third thing? Kickoff. Uh, there was, there was sending Tor- off. Jimmy Torrey Jimmy got Tor- sent off. off. We had a disallowed goal. Okay, yeah, disallowed and goal. And Jake Hyde scored the winner in the yeah. 37th minute. Those were the three things. Um, although I have to admit that me and uh, uh, match official Sam Mulhall, Mulhall? I'm not sure how you're pronouncing that one. Um, both completely missed the first part of it. So, and I think probably about 5,000 other people inside of Roots Hall completely missed whatever it was happened with uh, Jimmy Toure. And whilst we haven't seen the Oval Town highlights yet, there has been a South End United version of the highlights, which uh, appears to have missed it as well. So I don't feel too bad that I completely missed whatever it was happened there. But um, yeah, the defender that they had on loan from Sheffield United I think Casper Lopata I think was the the man who went down 
was just sat on the floor and um, nobody could quite work out why it was. And then suddenly Jimmy Torrey was going to get sent off. But Ben, we have subsequently seen the FA's decision uh, to uphold a three-match ban. And it was, if I'm right, violent conduct, violent conduct, violent conduct, hyphen kicking. Is that right? Yeah, Law 12 S3, uh, kicking violent conduct. Uh, three-match um, ban, get out. Just off the top of his head, he's pulled that one out as well. I'm going to say, I mean, yeah, it's my favourite uh, violent conduct. Uh, I can't say conduct. Why can't I say conduct? Uh, my favourite violent conduct. Conduct. Law. I'm going to stop saying it. I'm just going to stop saying it. I don't know why I can't say it. What is your least favourite violent conduct? Oh. I don't know. I can't say it, so it doesn't S- matter. But... S24. Oh, I hate that. S24, I hate it. Yeah. That so is... To- Talk to us as the eyes on the prize. How was how was the the game? Other than obviously those three things. Let's. Yeah. You, you didn't see the red card. You saw the disallowed goal, and I've seen the disallowed goal on the highlights. And it's one of those that you can see why it's. So my. Mm, so my thing was, and you two tell me what you think. Have you seen it, Ben? As well, you seen the highlights? No, no. But if you can stall long enough, I'll see what You'll I can look do on at YouTube. It. Okay, so. This is my thing. Anywhere else on the pitch, of any, or, or no, not anywhere else on the pitch, any other player involved on the pitch, I don't think that's a foul. I think that is a kind of like Ruben Reed against Weymouth. You remember that one where he, there was contact, there was physical contact with, um, I think with Ruben Reed, it was a defender, wasn't it? But with this one, it's obviously the goalkeeper. I, I think if that is a, a fellow defender that Josh Staunton is tussling with, that's not a foul and that goal is given. Whereas because it's the goalkeeper and I think Chris Hargreaves and um, I will come on to this, I'm sure, but I didn't listen to Chris Hargreaves' post-match um, analysis and I didn't listen to Josh Staunton's either because I thought it would probably just upset me in the situation. Um, but <laughs> by the time they came out, there were a few tequilas that had gone down my throat by then. So it probably would have just exacerbated the situation. But Dave, Dave spent the evening with Dale Gorman. <laughs> I did, yeah, in a car park in Peckham. <laughs> there you go. Dale Gorman wasn't there, but there, um, yeah. There was I've there. drunk, I've, drank in a car park in Peckham before. It was on top of a car park. It was it called Peckham Levels. I don't know. On the on a, like an old multi-story. Yeah. On the to- I- on the top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, but the whole the whole thing is like decked out as little. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's where I was. There wow. you go. Wow, that's pretty cool. There, that's a, that's a, a trendy little place. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was. That's where I was on uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where where I got over the. Um, the anger that I felt, but then I got back to my friend's house where I am now, and I um yeah I unleashed it on my conclusions. So I wrote them <laughs> on Saturday night with quite a bit of tequila in my system. I have to say, so yeah, I apologise for that. Ben, have I stalled long enough? Yeah, you, you seem have. to be right. You've been looking quizzically at um what well, I can only. What do you think phone. about that goal, Ben? Um, uh, two parts. Uh, Josh Norton does not foul the goalkeeper. End of conversation. No question asked there. Love I you, t- Josh. Uh, careful. Um, <laughs> what I will say is, if he's given it for a foul on Bevan, who heads it back across, I'm kind of okay with it. Because I think he's okay. pulling down on the guy he's who's marking him. If he's given it for that, then uh, fine. Josh Norton. Josh Norton is being fouled, <laughs> if anything. 
So, um, yeah, that's that's never a foul. I've just I'm trying to figure out the red card bit as well because the yeah. camera just flicks away. You can't like, see the red card. Whatever has happened with that red card, you don't see it. No, but you can see that. So the ball goes over the top. Mm-hmm. And when it's cleared, one of the defenders, number 22. Now that is Caspar Lopata. He is gesturing towards the officials. And Jimmy Torre is like looking at the ground when he should be running through the, arm, through the, through the ball. Mm-hmm. So for me there's clearly something that's gone on between them. And then the camera pans back and Lapato's um, back on the floor. And yeah. Jimmy Torre's running. <laughs> Jimmy Torre's wandering off as far yeah, away God, as he I can get. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So I mean, nobody, the, the, the official didn't see it. I don't think the vast majority of people in the ground saw it. The linesman saw it because a linesman um, called the referee over. Jobsworth and- Lino's seen it. Jobsworth Lino, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was in the middle of trying to conduct the 81, uh, well, 80 other Yeovil Town fans in that way and into uh, a version of the great escape. I was in the middle of that. Uh, and, and almost when the game was, was stopped, I was still singing that because that was how little I was aware of what was going on. So, and how many tequilas down were you at this point? Only one at that Just point. One at yeah, that point. Yeah, okay. that was one at one point. But um, yeah, there was, a, there was a tequila. But but then that was about one o'clock in the afternoon, which is for a man of my age, that is quite early. Um, but then I had a horrendous journey to. Peckham levels, as we have discussed, and um, yeah, then more tequila flowed after that. It seemed like a good idea at the time, didn't so much this morning. So um, yeah, it's it, it's a strong choice to go to tequila that early yeah. on in proceedings. <laughs> yeah. Well, start with tequila. So, <laughs> so if they're listening, Thomas Jane and Mark Green, who I met in a bar outside of South End train station, answer you. You answer for yourselves as to why you thought tequila. I was told Jägermeister, and now Jägermeister, I can handle any better. Huh? That's not I any can, better. But but Jägermeister has a sort of a liqueur to it, doesn't it? Whereas tequila is just that's just poison in the glass. Do you but, um, do you practice like you must always drink the same drink? Then is that why? Because you had tequila at one o'clock, you had to have tequila for the rest <laughs> I, of the day, or you uh, couldn't uh, mix uh, your drinks. Like. No, no, no. I did have, no. I did have, I did have other drinks during. Oh. But um, when my friend, when we got to it, he said, "Do you want to get some shots?" That that was the first thing that came into my head. It probably was not a good idea in hindsight, and I probably should know better at my age, but I, I obviously didn't. So YOLO, YOLO. Um, anyway, all of those. So We've, did you right. have did you have more or less shots than Yogi did yesterday? <laughs> but that, on target, or were all of my <laughs> shots were well, on target. On on target, we had zero in the ninety yeah, minutes, exactly. so we all so, knew yeah. that was a winner. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say including the one, yeah, maybe six. Uh, oh, well, in, that, in, in that case, you, you, you doubled the amount of got the shots yeah, that, that yeah. Yogi had. But yesterday. I did have six lemons with that as well. <laughs> Add your own joke there. <laughs> yeah. Or ben slices will, of lemon. Ben will send us a little um, graph from a well-known bookmakers with like Dave Coates versus Yeovil Town. Yeah. Shots on target. How many lemons? <laughs> yeah. Eleven. Um, hey. So this goal gets disallowed. I think I, I'm going to file it under seen them given. Can see why it's given because the goalkeeper hits the deck and that's what happens. It is. It is what happens. You can shake your head all you want. Not a foul. It's what happens. I don't care. It's not it does foul. happen. And like I say, on any other player on the pitch, that's not a foul. 
And, and the, so the referee afterwards was pointing quite clearly at the goalkeeper. So he was, uh, uh, to my mind, he was saying it was a foul on the goalkeeper that, that, that led to that offence. And the goalkeeper did the thing of rolling around on the ground, holding his head and all the rest of it. He, the, the physio came over, gave him a bottle of water. He had a drink. He went, oh, 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 stood up and he was fine. I mean, he was a little bit shaky. He was, he was a bit of a dodgy keeper, but um, mm. well, which we didn't make the most of. But The highlight then goes to him absolutely signing down Alex Fisher. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Now, he should have walked for that. If that, if... if I couldn't if, believe that. Yeah, I know. No, Dave, I agree. Dave's so angry about that one. He's done a double finger point at Ben as he's talked about that. No, you're absolutely right. He should have walked for that. I mean, I'm not going to repeat the chance that came up about um, the referees, don't referee, don't referee. That, but it was a word beginning with S that I can't say in front of Debs's son. Okay. Um, right. So after that goal gets disallowed, um, it seems like Southend come up the other end shortly after, knock it around a bit, put a cross in and score. It's a, yes. lot, of, it's a lot of room for Jake Hyde in it on the six-yard line. Yeah, there, there was a lot of room. But but to be fair, the thing that really frustrated me was... So for the, nope. Oh, oh, now I've said it. I've said the F word already. I consciously told myself I wasn't going to say that and I've, I've ruined it. I, I apologise. <laughs> I'm not drinking tequila. I can't do that two days in a row. But um, uh, So yeah, but we just defended so deep after that goal. We basically thought, oh God, they're going to come at us now. And that's exactly what they did. But we just played into their hands. Uh, I'm not saying that we should have gone out there and attacked them because that probably would have. But yeah, we uh, we played into their hands for what felt like the rest of the half. And then we, can we move on to the second half now? Yeah. Or are we still yeah. talking about the goal? <laughs> no, I mean, no, the goal well, was, the, yeah. The goal was the goal and should we have done better? I mean, everyone seems to say we should do better. The manager said, what was his quote? You can only tell them to go out and do their job man for man and didn't stop the cross, weren't tight on the defence. It's just like yeah, the basic things that you kind of expect to be done. The key moments, that's what we talk about, isn't it? They've got socks worked off, bits been chomped out. So, but it's those killer moments that, um, they, they, that get us. Yeah, up until that point, up until Jimmy Torre sending off, we looked like we could do something. We looked like we were at least able to match and blow for blow. And I think my first conclusion was South End are not a good side. And I think their fans would tell you they're not a good side either. And that's the frustrating thing is... Oh, God, yeah, okay. I've given it up now. I've said it once already, so I'm just going to say it again. Um, that is that is the most annoying thing. The most vexing thing um, is that they are, um, yeah, they're, they're not a good side. And there's, I'd say the same in the other games I've seen. So, Scunthorpe, we absolutely deserved everything we got at Scunthorpe, as far as I'm concerned. Altrincham, they weren't a good side. Um, and we, sh- we should have got three points against them. Wilston, they weren't a good side. Was only bit, 10 they, of them, yeah, there was only ten of them for a good period of the of of, of the game. And South End weren't a same good ref. side. Same ref. Same ref at Wilsdon who sent someone off after ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
the song was sung, anyone of the other 80 Yeovil fans who was there will know what word goes with uh, before referee, but it ruins rule one of the Glover's cast. Yeah, yeah? it will okay. do. And shattered rule one, same, yeah. <laughs> but yes, and then second half, we came out and we kind of flitted between doing what we'd done for the other 20 odd minutes of the of the second of the first half and sat back and invited pressure onto us but we did also go forward and when we went forward we looked like we could do something but we just didn't do it enough until the last 10 minutes of the game where we did the old Alamo thing and threw everyone forward uh, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this and maybe it's the tequila references before but I kind of wish Del Gorman was there because uh, and and this and and I openly admit this is a massive contradiction to everything I said about Dale Gorman last season. Think but you know a guy. Is what? You think you know a guy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but set plays, uh, free kicks. Yeah, who is our free kick taker now that there is no Dale Gorman? Who is our free kick taker? All of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who our free kick taker is anymore. No, they queue up for it, don't they? Worthy, yeah. Lawson Diaz, yeah. Jimmy Torre did in uh, the Alex Fisher game. took one. Like in, in a decent position. Uh, and and none of them beat the wall. Mm. And this is this is the thing I think. I mean, Dale Gorman, admittedly, you know, when he took a shot, it was appalling more often than, than, than not. But there Sounds were the like your Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he wasn't in a yeah car park uh, drinking tequila, but um, he, but yeah, it it just felt like it needed someone to do something other than that keeper just needed testing. You needed just to blast it at that keeper, and that keeper would have done what um, who was the Boreham Wood keeper, Nathan Ashmore, what he did at Boreham Wood when he spilled Dale Gorman's uh, goal last um, last season from a free kick. We didn't. We just, yeah, we didn't. That would be that zero shots on target stat coming back to haunt us again. Exactly. Hit the wall a few times. You don't get any stats for that, though, do you? No. Yeah. no. Should we... We're kind of going in reverse a little bit here, but if we look at the lineup, I suppose the biggest surprise and miss was um, Jamie Record. Mr. Record at left wing back. So Charlie Wakefield goes in at left wing back and Morgan Williams is at right wing back. So we've now got a right winger at left wing back. You know, the other week a when I said that, that a right well, wing, <laughs> you know, the other week when I said Chris Argrees is just Gareth Southgate and Gareth Southgate played Bukayo Saka, who is Arsenal's right winger at left wing back. There you go. <laughs> We're through the looking Put a waistcoat on him and he's the same person without a beard. Um, Ben, I know you probably want to make a couple of points here, but Charlie Wakefield is the only decent effort goal it looked like we had on on the South End highlights. He had a good shot in the at the start, cutting inside and fizzing it past. But after then, I suppose being down to ten men, it was a lot of backs to the wall, was it? It was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Did we, did and we, it did. Did we change to a flat back four after the the red card? 
Charlie Wakefield went a lot further forward, and yeah, so it, 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 who it was a left that. back then? Who was a makeshift? Did Richard Everton go to a kind of a yes, yes, right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it did. If we are prepared to put a square peg in a round hole at left back in the form of Ben Richard Everton, why the flippity flip are we deciding to play two non flippity flipping flipping stupid wing backs in wing back positions in a formation that is wholly wing back based? If you're prepared to have a plan B. Use the bloody thing when your wing-backs aren't available. And can I say, if I had to pick a man of the match on Saturday, it would have been Ben Richards Evan. And going forward, this tells you the statistics back this up. Going forward, Ben Richards Everton was probably one of our most attacking players. There were a couple of occasions where he picked the ball up and he moved with it for a man of his size quite impressively. Um, yeah, he, was, I, I, he would have been my man of the match, Ben Richards Everton. I, don't I thought you were about to say going forward, you're going to vote for Ben Richards Everson as your man of the match <laughs> every week. <laughs> I, I might well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see uh, what Tuesday brings. So, so we understand that Jamie Record, it was a Saturday morning decision that he wouldn't play, right? Fine. Okay, I've not got a problem with that. But how is that the point you get to the reshuffle of going, well, we'll just put a right winger at left wing back. That makes more sense than anything else. When there are so many obvious options. Even if you pick the exact same lineup, you go to a flat four in the same way you've done there. So Morgan Williams right back. If Ben Richards Everton's your backup left back, so be it. And then you play around with that in front of that, Bevan and Staunton in the middle. Or you recognize that you might have a bit of an issue and you don't want to play the damn wing backs because you haven't got Johnson and you haven't got record and you think okay i'm gonna need a left back here so maybe i'll give finley Kraska a go it's a bit out of position but that's fine or you stick morgan williams at left back because he did it for the bulk of last season after coming in and you fiddle around with the right hand side a little bit more because you've got more options there maybe that's the way you do it maybe you don't just guess and i, I have stuck up for for chris hargreaves on a number of occasions i have stuck up for 352 on a number of occasions but i cannot get my head around that lineup with wingbacks, it makes zero sense. I, I, I am flabbergasted. Do the plan B. You must have a plan B. We've got to have a plan B. Jamie Records on four bookings. We'll need plan B again very soon. I just don't understand. And I, I, I want, I like 352 if you've got loads of the ball. If you've got loads of the ball, it's wonderful. It basically gives you two extra attackers. Love it. But you're not going to have loads of the ball away at a good footballing side like South End. So why, why would you do it when you haven't got those players? I'm not sure South End are a good football side, but apart from that, I when you're away, when you're away from home, you're prepared to you're prepared to give up a bunch of possession. When you're away from home, and to be fair to Josh Norton, he said after the game they're a good footballing side. When you come up against good footballing sides and you've got ten men, you do a lot of running. That was his line. So if that's how we're going into the game thinking they're a good footballing side away from home, guess what? Guess what? You don't use the three five two. Because it's basically a 5-3-2, and then you're just soaking up pressure for days. And when you're five, your widest five are Charlie Wakefield and Morgan Williams. <sighs> I, I suppose the point in all of this is Jimmy Torrey got sent off after 17 minutes, so it wasn't really... No, but then you moved to a plan B that could have been there in the first place. No, I know, but plan A may have worked if we'd had 11 men. Why would it have worked? Stick well, right I, 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 to the be... left wing back. Play yeah, the plan yeah. B, no. take that exact formation that didn't have Jimmy Torrey on it and stick Jimmy friggin' Torrey up front in it. <laughs> does, that not make, does that not make sense? 
Ben Ben has got a list of F words that he's written down. Yeah. I just <laughs> none of them are swear words and none I, of them is the other F word. Post-it note that says don't say I'm <laughs> trying so hard yeah. to give as much leeway as I can. But this it just feels like guesswork at the moment. You're one win from eleven. Play your best players in your best positions and keep it flippity jibbit simple. It just feels like unnecessary overcomplications. And again, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. And I'm not a qualified coach. So I'm clearly going to be the one that gets the pelters and is wrong about this. And that's absolutely fine. But when you look at it on paper and think, that doesn't make sense. You're trying to impose yourself away from home against a, quote, good footballing side. Don't give them free reign down the wings. Stupid. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But hey, that's just me, an unqualified idiot on a podcast. It's fine. <laughs> what was what was the feeling oh, on I the? Feel um... I feel. Hang on. Sorry, I feel better. I've, I've I've held that in. That yeah. that feels better. I was going to say I'm I'm slightly feeling like I'm I'm being washed over by a large wave of it's anger. Cheaper now, than yeah. therapy. You you know when you have a really nice dinner around the in laws or like in a posh place, but there were sprouts involved, and you're 20 minutes post dinner, and you excuse yourself. <laughs> That's the relief I'm feeling right now. <laughs> wow. That's, that's what okay. I'm... Oh, that feels good. That's Ben's wing back fart. <laughs> <laughs> just put the Brussels sprouts oh, where they're supposed yeah. to be in the blade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just writing down these titles like they I just can't keep up with them. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, when you've got Jory Johnson, when you've got Jamie Record, play the damn wing backs. Love the damn wing backs. Give me all the wing backs in the world. Give me deep fried wing backs. Don't care. <laughs> oh dear. Right. That's another one I've written down there Sorry. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry on without me now if you want. I've, yeah. had, I've, I've had my moan. What was the feeling on the ter- on the away end, you were saying? Yeah, sort yeah. of you know, when the lineup was there or you know, throughout well, the afternoon. Because you know, mm. we're three people who come on a podcast and have a whinge every now and then. And you know, are we are we wrong? <laughs> probably Let, I, let's get that in the open right now probably yes well i don't know because there are a lot of people around me who were uh, we looked at the lineup and then we thought we're gonna have to see how this lines up <laughs> and, and and i honestly had no idea i mean i thought morgan williams would be on the left and charlie waitford would be on the right that that, that would have made more sense that made more sense to me <laughs> morgan williams had played there previously on the left hand side and um I'm remembering back to the Yeo Vile versus Wrexham victory last season. Um, Morgan Williams played excellently at left on the left side in that game, as I recall. So I'm that like- made more sense to me. And then um, um, uh, Ed Turnbull turned up in a very uh, fetching. He had a uh, like a Palmer Violet, but like a smart shirt. He was going to a party after the game. He had a smart shirt. And I don't know if he deliberately dressed in the away kit, but in a more formal attire but either way it worked for him whatever it was um and he said to me you were rocking it ed you were rocking it son. <laughs> he was i mean he could have done with an iron but don't get me wrong um but uh yeah he um he, he was he was rocking it and yeah he said to me charlie wakeful's playing left i said no no morgan williams will be left and then he goes no look <laughs> and he pointed at it and i was like open your eyes man <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah and i was like okay and then my mind went back to Chris Hargreave talking at the start of the season about how Charlie Wakefield was such a good player that he could play in multiple positions, which, don't get, again, 
I'm just an idiot on <laughs> a podcast here. I have no coaching qualifications whatsoever. Probably true, but equally, why play your best player who plays better on the right side, further forward, on the left side, further back, or ask him to make defensive, have defensive responsibilities. I mean, I've got my hands together here, guys. I'm, <laughs> I actually feel like I'm praying to someone that somebody will notice this, but <sighs> yeah. It's just, it's just playing 4D chess. Yeah. We, we can't see it. Uh, uh, yeah. And there you go. That's it. Maybe, maybe there's something we can't see. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like goals? <laughs> Shots on target. Yeah, yeah, is, that, yeah. Is, is that what we're missing? The, the, the wins? And I mean, I, obviously, I had a bit of a moan last night. You did. I broke you said, it. You said, you said a naughty word. Oh, well. I saw that. that. I saw that and thought. How many tequilas did you have by then? I saw that and thought Perkins is out of cider. I had I had one cider a couple of hours before. One bottle of Frosty Jacks, two liters. <laughs> one cider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On a park bench in Elchester. <laughs> um, but we had 10 men. It's hard for, we had 10 men for the majority of the game. We had to chase the game from the 36th minute, was it they scored? 37th? Something like that, yeah. Um, and, you know, it, we don't tend to score two without conceding. Well, we don't score one without conceding one. Um, unfortunately, the one we scored didn't count. <sighs> What what I'm trying to say is, should we be being so harsh? You know, there's Jimmy Torres made an absolute cock up and is going to pay for it. <laughs> sounds of things. Um, are we being overly harsh about this one fixture or is it a build up of things that's making us and many others feel this way? Like, What's we've we've given up our wiggle room? <laughs> oh, do you remember last season when we had wiggle room? Yeah. Oh, we've, I we've, love wiggle room. I don't doubt it. Um, we've. I'm gonna get wiggle room for Christmas. I think I'm gonna ask for wiggle room for Christmas. <laughs> Crikey! Um, Thank you, Riley. Train of thought all over the shop here now. Um, so. I was going to make a very valid, interesting football point before we started wiggling in rooms. Um, I've said this before on this podcast. If we'd have done the things we should have done, if we'd have beaten 10 man Wilson, if we'd have held on against Ochim, if we'd have actually held on against Chesterfield and got those three points, if we'd have got a bit lucky against Wrexham, if we'd have battered Barnet in the way we should have battered Barnet, if we'd have played in the last, we played the whole 90 minutes against She's quite Ball, a list, isn't it? Like yeah. we did, if we'd have done those things, and were nine, ten points better off where we should be. Let's talk about we'll get we'll get to the whole false position gubbins from the other managers patronising us in a moment or two. But if we were ten points better off, I kind of wouldn't mind that. You shrug that off and go, well, jolly good try, old chaps, well played. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm sick of jolly good, jolly good show, old beans. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Stuff it. I don't care anymore. I don't care. I. I don't want. Oh, socks being worked off. Oh, chomping. They're chomping. I don't want it. I want a win. I want the win we should have had against Orchigan. I want the win we should have had against so-and-so. I want the win we should have had against Chesterfield. I want the win we should have had. Should have had. Should have had. No. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, my brother. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, my brother. Can you, 
Can you remember after the Barnet game when you said, we're going to smash someone soon? Yeah, and we should have done. And I remember you saying that <laughs> lockdown season. It was like, we're going to smash someone soon. We got Matt Warburton. Oh. What a player. <laughs> and then... How good would he be right now? Not doing it at Halifax at the moment, is he? Throw him, in, throw him in at wing back. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we would as well. Oh, we? <laughs> our best, our best wing backs at Truro for God's sake. Um, so I'm not. I, I, can, can I just say? Can we stop this? Are we going to segue from this? Ollie Hayes to Ruben Reed at some point? Here? How many people showed me on Saturday <laughs> the, the tweet that said Ruben's first hat trick for Western Supermare? I mean, I'm going to say a rude word if we're not careful, but that is two divisions below us. Open we'll your eyes, next people. Great. We'll play them next season. Yeah, Brilliant. We need to, um, yeah. we we unless we get relegated twice. Yeah, we could find an, in, an informed striker from the league below, like we did with Reese Murphy. Yeah, or Will Dawes. <laughs> um, Can I say, I saw you Will saw Dawes. him. No. I yeah. saw him in the flesh. He exists. I saw him warming up. He has a sleeve tattoo, I think, which I, I take against, but he, he exists. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's some very nice people with sleeve tattoos, but I'm just not, yeah, I just... Not feeling it? No, I'm not feeling that at all. No. Maybe it's not a whole sleeve, but it is at least a good percentage of his arm is covered up in ink. I hope Gawley's not listening. Has no. he got a sleeve tattoo? Maybe he's just been bored, waiting for his chance. He's got a pyro out and just... <laughs> Waiting for his opportunity. You're just writing titles now as you're talking, aren't you? Yeah, but... pretty much. Well, that, that's, that, that, that's what Will Dawes has been doing. He's been writing down titles on his arm. <laughs> you think uh... that's what his tattoos are in like uh, Maori or something? He's written um, Live, Deep Pride Wingbacks. <laughs> Give me Deep Pride Wingbacks. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> I've no idea what we were talking about at any point. Um, so we, I, I... Are, we being, are we being negative? Do you think we're being negative? Ian, are we allowed to be negative? Are we allowed to be cheesed off? Or you know, should we now be happy-go-lucky, cheerful? Aren't we amazing? The world so is okay. I think there have been reasons why people could say, well, you can't complain too much, you know? Chesterfield, top of the league. Boring mm. word, we were unlucky. We really played them and should have won. You know, Jimmy Torre's red card. Just couldn't hang on long enough against Altrincham. Or Eastleigh. All, or Eastleigh. There's all these things that it's like, oh, so close, so mm. close. But how long do you have to be going so close before you're you realise you're a million nothing? miles away? Like, yeah. And that is that is my concern, is it was just like, oh, it, the next one will happen. The next one it'll happen. And then it just never happens. <laughs> and your season, you know, you're out the FA Cup, you're out the FA Trophy, and your season's nothing. I, can't, I think my fourth conclusion was we've played 11 games, we've won one of them. And I think my fourth conclusion was you can't have 10 hard luck stories. And, and that's what it is. Like, I, as I walked away, because I had to catch the last train out of South End, which was a bit like the last train out of Saigon. Not that I was there for the last train out of Saigon, <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of people jumping onto a train. But uh, um, it, I could almost hear Chris Hargreaves's and and to be fair, what I thought he was going to say, he didn't really say because he was a lot more. This that simply wasn't good enough, which I was refreshed to hear. Um, but ultimately, like so many things with this football club, it's words 
rather than actions. And, and, and I'm all for words and words are great. And if they are followed up by actions, then even that that's that's what we want to see, isn't it? But I just, yeah, socks worked off. And I don't I, I, I think my second con- conclusion was we would have worked through a whacking load of socks on Saturday <laughs> because we did. We uh, th- th- in the second half, there was a lot of running. There was a lot of effort. It was all there. But that doesn't matter if, you, if you're not getting points, if you're not winning games. I mean, at the end of the season, who cares how many socks you've gone through? It's um, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no one's gonna write that one down. Write that one down. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it is. I'm not going to say the word, but it is what that word. It is that word. So yes, maybe there is. Maybe someone hearing us independently in isolation, we do sound like we're being negative, and you do see, um comment i think the last one was a south end fan saying yeovil town are in a false position luke garrard yeovil town in a false position paul cook yeovil town in a false position it's 11 games in i don't think there can be a false position i mean we could be slightly higher up the table and people could say oh no well the way they play they should be top half of the table but you're not just outside the relegation zone on goal difference after 11 games it's not a false position it's not Ian, have you ever, um, have, has your little one ever come home from school or nursery with a drawing or a piece of artwork that is quite frankly horrendous, even for their age group? But you have to, you have to go, mate, that's amazing. You did that by yourself. You drew Let's that stick, whole Let's put line. it on the fridge. Stick it on, stick the, it on the, fridge. the fridge. Get yeah. it on the fridge. You have to be like that. You have to be nice. You have to be a little <laughs> tiny bit condescending. We're the kid coming home from nursery with the crap art. Yeah. And we're, other we're managers gonna... are ruffling the hair. Look at you. Look at you playing all good. We're the team coming home with a, just a brown-coloured mass on, like, a sheet just of A4. A yeah. piece of A4 with macaroni and glitter on it. That's what we are. <laughs> That's what we, we are. Not. We haven't even got the glitter, though, have no, we? No, we haven't got the glitter. It's, it's a perfectly good meal on a bit of paper. Like. <laughs> Wasted your dinner, mate. You have no oh, tea. No. <laughs> um, is there any, I, we've got quite a few questions, obviously. Have we? Um, of course we have, we've lost. <laughs> Should we go into those or is there any other things we want to bring up? Maybe the questions will. Do 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 the questions cover the whole must-win thing? Because I feel um, like that's a topic we have to go into. Well, if not, let's just start like this. I'll, I'll let's kick talk off, about it. I'll, I'll uh, kick off with a GCQ. Is Dorking okay. must-win? Because the players, according to Josh Thornton and the manager... Certainly think it is. I think we've set ourselves up to fail. <laughs> How good, like, even if you're thinking it, now you've even, now it categorically is. And if you don't win. Yeah. <laughs> what happens then? What, 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 uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, 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 you jump into the other side of the game here first. We'll game? get to that. We'll get to that. Because... <laughs> Is I, I want to talk pre-match. Is from your point of view, Dorking must win. Don't worry about what whether or not it is or isn't after the game. Well, I said Come however many however many podcasts ago. You said I Dorking, want, didn't you? I want to see how we did up until Dorking. Okay. So yes for you. Yeah. Okay. Dave? Yeah, it is a it is a must win. But then sadly was a must win as well. Well, I I I said, didn't I, that I was willing to give to Oldham because that's the next time I'll see. Yeovil, but 
those comments have brought that forward for me. Dorking is muscling. Ooh, some, someone else has said it, so Ben can say it. No? Yeah, basically. <laughs> someone with authority has said it, not you two mugs. Um, okay, now we can jump to the other bit. If we win, if we win, so positive result, must win game, get the three points. Awesome. Does that immediately mean we're brilliant again? No. Okay. Next question. We don't win. We lose. Does that immediately mean we're relegated beyond all hope? And we might as well just wrap up and call it a day here. See you next season, Taunton Town. No. Does that not by definition make it not must win? But if so, okay, so it's a must win if we have any ambition whatsoever. So if we, but to, to, to me, if we have any ambitions of doing anything this season, and, and you know, I, I never thought we were a playoff team at the start of the season. I definitely don't think we're a playoff team now. But if we have any ambition to be anything other than lower, lower half of National League, then yeah, you've got to, you, you've got to win. And if we're setting a, a target for ourselves, <laughs> you know, finishing in the lower mid, uh, lower reaches of, of the National League, Jesus Christ, is that what we've become? Isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We are Wrexham for those 13 seasons that they were in the, the, this division. Oh. Looking forward to our documentary, though, yeah, in which, 20, which tw- 20, Hollywood 2038. <laughs> which Hollywood superstar is going to come in and take us over there? Come on, Purefoy. Sort your life out. Pull your finger out, Purefoy. Right. <sighs> questions. So, Get to questions. Ben's well, asked a question. For, for what it's worth... I completely agree with you, Dave. I completely and utterly agree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate with you. I think it is must win. And if we don't win, it's it's time to make serious changes. It has to be time to make serious changes because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. If we want anything out of this season, if we don't want to call it a day in January, yeah, you're what's absolutely a, right. What's a serious change? Serious change to the diet? Serious change to the... <sighs> maybe, maybe don't play your wingbacks if you haven't got wingbacks. I don't know. Don't play your wing backs if you haven't got wing backs. You can get that going on Tuesday night, please. Yeah. Dave. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Cheers. Um, if we don't, I'd be the we... drunken sailor. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like you happen. Um, if we if we don't win on Tuesday, the manager's job is very much up for debate, and probably not positively. Has to be, doesn't it? It has to be. <laughs> I'm just laughing at you, Ken. Skirting around. I was going to say, is Ben asking some, almost asking a question, but almost sounds like it's a statement. Is it? Or isn't it? We'll what is that? Is that a statement we'll, or a question? We'll, we'll tell you on Thursday. Tune in. Yeah. Right. We might, to, we might have to bring 200 forward if they're. What we have is 198. Okay. No, but before we go, this is 198. Yeah. Before, before we go to the questions, I think. Yeah, we might all be thinking that it's must win, but now Chris Hargreaves and Josh Staunton coming out and saying it is must win. They've made they've put so much pressure on this one game. Good. With Jamie Re- Jamie Recker with a knee infection, presumably he's going to be out. I would have thought. I don't, you know, that's going to be a tough one to come back from. You'd assume. I, I can't imagine he'd be fully fit from something like that. They've all run. Ten of them have run for seventy-five minutes without an eleventh player on the pitch. Well, not Grant Smith. He doesn't run around much. Um, and who else? Sam Pearson, 
carrying a knock. Charlie Wakefield, I think he said, carrying a knock. Jory Johnson. Can I give a big <laughs> shout out to new Glover's Cast follower, Jory Johnson? Let's have you back on Tuesday night. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, and it is worth noting that Dorking have a really good informed striker by the name of, let me just check his name. So <laughs> Ryan Seeger. 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 <laughs> uh, apparently, he's played for Southampton, MK Dons. He's got a boatload for Hunkford after leaving. Oh, yeah, that's right. Questions, Ian. He wasn't very good. Let's, yeah, fine. But he'll have a uh, point to prove. Right, GCQs. Alex O'Loughlin. As a whole, we've been a passive fan base, myself included at times, with everything that has happened off the pitch in the last five years especially. Do you see that changing, or how does it change? P.S. Smoky Bacon Crisp Sandwiches with the OK emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, Alex appeared on my For You page when I was doom scrolling on social media the other day because he was giving Southampton players their FIFA ratings. And I was like, doom I know him. Scrolling. I've spoken to him. I know yeah. him. Okay. Uh, what was the question? Sorry, I was, I was <laughs> too busy preparing my Alex O'Loughlin uh, social media story. We've been a passive fan base over the last five years. Do you see that changing or how does it change? I don't see it changing. No. Somebody, I saw somebody else write that um, we have crossed our fingers and closed our eyes and hope for the best. And I openly admit that during the land separation saga of whatever year that was, I was exactly that. Ah, oh, it'll be okay. We're in League One. It's fine. I was that person. I was absolutely that person. Um which maybe is one of the things that is driving me to not be that person this time. But yeah, I was that person. How, how does it change? Uh, we, I mean, we just keep looking back, don't we? Rob Kuhig could have changed then. Simul Sports, I said in my fifth conclusion, if, that, if it's a consortium which allegedly has no money, at the moment, based on what the ownership of the football club is showing us now based on what they said five months ago. And I'm seeing nothing, actions rather than words. I know there will be people who are disappointed to hear me say that. Um, but I, 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 I take my chances with people who seem to have a plan. Um, that's what I, that, that's what I would have done. That is the kind of change that, that we needed. And that was the kind of change that I hoped that Scott Priestnell would have, would have brought. And Scott Priestnell has been there, been there three years now. And he's okay. He's, he's, he's saved the club. He's got us through COVID. There's just so many holes in that argument. It just needs some, Need, need someone with a with a with a with a fresh idea and I, I don't even know if that person is there anymore um and i don't know if we did a oldham athletic and threw tennis balls on the pitch and ran on the pitch and did all the things that oldham athletic did let's do that for a good period of time let's not forget and people had to be banned by the ownership to to, to make that happen if we've got people who are you know closing their eyes and crossing their fingers then no i i I just can't see it happening. I don't mind closing the closing our eyes and crossing our fingers. It's the jumping off the cliff thing we do afterwards that's the issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, that's a dangerous thing to do wherever you are, isn't it? But, it is. Yeah, especially yeah. in Iceland. Um, yeah. um, I think you might end up getting us banned, Dave. Little rants like that. 
I think I think I think Coatsy could mobilise the supporters. Give it Coatsy to him. He's been getting a lot. Yeah, he's he's gone a little bit viral today with his. Nothing he said changed. I'm an influencer. Nothing I'm just... changes till everything changes. There you go. Well, I'm waiting for Netflix. Just call me <laughs> FX, whatever your name is. When I'm Coates there. speaks, I'm... you listen. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so as some older listeners will remember, um, when I used to work for the Western Gazette, this is back in the late 90s, in the summer, there was a... Um, quite a quiet period because it was just like local cricket and things like that and I used to write a column where I would go out every week and try a different sport and it was called Coates Conquers Coates Conquers horse racing uh or horse riding more than racing <laughs> uh golf croquet I played croquet in the cliffs over Lyme Regis yeah no no word of a lie there um yeah so that's it no one's, no one's claiming you did lie did you know <laughs> But it sounds like it should be a lie, doesn't it? <laughs> did you uh, conquer? Coach conquers. Did you co- did, did you did you conquer conquers? I didn't know. Did you have a it was camera? right there. It was right there in the headline, David. <laughs> did I have a learner. little camera? Yeah. What I would do if you have a little camera. Anyway, uh, okay. have we answered that question? Are you going to put your camera in your wiggle room? <laughs> Nobody needs to see that. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. I'm going to write down right. the title. Debs, uh, should we start all those that have been on the bench or who've come on late? Anyone come on on Saturday that you think, oh, give them a go? Scrimshaw played. Yeah. How I mean, screaming? Did he run around yeah. a lot and did not get a touch of the ball? Well, he, he came on for 10 minutes. Um, and a couple of people said to me after the game, oh, that bench is so light, isn't it? It's so, there's nothing on it. I mean, Max Hunt is on that bench and he's been a very good player for us in the past. I don't think he fits into this system, but we've been there already. Finley Crass. Neither do the wingbacks, but we carry on anyway. Finley Crass came on and I thought looked all right. And I, I personally would give him a go in whatever position um, we think uh, think he is. Scrimshaw, I, I honestly could go, not give you an opinion on him because yeah. I, I, you can't judge anyone on seven minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes. I mean, if you gave him a couple of starts and he was useless, then we can ask the question about why 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 he's useless. But I, I honestly couldn't tell you anything about him. I don't think he's done anything wrong in the time he's been there. He came on, like you said on Saturday, he ran around a lot, um, tried to hassle and harry people, but we were playing with 10 men. So, duh. Yeah, only so much you can do. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily start all of them, but I'd give Finn Crasco go. Right on. Okay. Right uh, on. Brad Northcott, we all <laughs> we all hope for a new owner with various sums of money banded about from the previous saga. If someone was to buy the club tomorrow, how much would it take? Four pound fifty. Asking the wrong person. Four pound fifty. Uh okay. No idea, Brad. Mm. Well, what did the yeah? What's that? The 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 council bought us for two point three million pound. Yeah, is that a figure? I don't know. Maybe. How much? How much money was in the Simul Sports account that had nothing in it? <laughs> that much. That's okay. how much it would cost. <laughs> yeah. Dan Johnson, what is this framework made out of? SP wouldn't get a job at the nation's top multi-channel retailer of trade tools, accessories, <laughs> and hardware products. <laughs> This is Ian's naughty word. <laughs> Angel Delight. Angel Delight, yeah. 
and there was an Angel Delight related question from Hugh. From Hugh, uh, top Angel Delight flavor. He's, he's he's pulled a cleaver and said the right answer by a country mile is butterscotch. Chocolate acceptable at a distant second. The rest can get in the bin. Butterscotch. Can, can I say I'm with Clevo? Strawberry. Yeah, I'm with yeah. Strawberry. Yeah, I, I am with Clevo on this one. Strawberry for me. Okay. I mean, and, and if that means I have to climb a huge bin, then I'm willing to do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, just going to scroll see back up these questions. Yeah. Um, Glove, actually, are we all just being a little OTT? Some good recent home performances, opposition fans praising our team. Each match being decided by very fine margins. Can we tip those margins in our favour? We don't should be, get some wins soon. Don't be coming in at all positive. Speaking sense. That is what oh. you call devil's advocate, my friend. Yeah, coming over Love, here, actually, being, whoever you oh, are. Nice and positive yeah. and cheerful. That doesn't that doesn't get subscribers. That doesn't get the clicks on the website. Glove actually. Come on, this is basic social media. Yeah. Well, I, I think we have said that there are fine margins in what yeah, we've very, done, but ultimately, yeah. fine margins over um, eleven games do not equal one win. That's not fine margins. If it were uh, fine margins, there would be more W's in the column. Uh, uh, similar question here from uh, Soylent Green. There are a lot of individuals being extremely OTT and abusive and nasty on Twitter. Should fans not remember that we have a new inexperienced manager and a team almost gelling into something good? Do the instant gratification brigade need to wind their necks in? There is a lot of nasty and abusive stuff in there. Mm. Mostly from you, Perkins, after a cider. But <laughs> um, yeah, I there have is... not been abusive to anyone. Thank you, you Ben. You Except Angel Delight. Um, yeah, if, we, if, if people can stop, stop being the whole abusive and nasty... That would be nice. Yeah. Like that. That's there's no need for that, really, is there? No. The it thing doesn't... Is, no. Sorry. Go on, Dave. No, you no, go no, on. no, 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 no. Because I wasn't going to talk about the abuse. I was going to talk about the question. No, go on then. That's, that's <laughs> going to be better than what I had to say. I was going to say new inexperienced manager. He doesn't say he's an inexperienced manager because he's managed in youth football for the last however long. He's played hundreds of games of football and was managing back in 2015. So I think we need to kind of assess how experienced or inexperienced the manager is. And and the, and the phrase, a team almost gelling into something good. We've had four years of almost. I think that's the issue people are, are, people are, people are a bit miffed about is that, um, yeah, almost. We've been almost something good for a decade now, and I'd quite like to be good a couple of times between now and the end of the season, if possible. Uh, Clevo, are the Glovers casters, particularly Ben Barrett 10, oh, God. aware that the first crisp sandwich shop was in Keeley, West Yorkshire? Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. Keith, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. I Who's Keith Lee? I am limitless. That's, a, yeah. that's, that's um, the best thing, Dave. Um, <laughs> Yes, all right. Um, having looked on Google, it sadly shut down three months after opening. I think. Brilliant. Not, Cheers. Thanks. Not the best business model, is it? <laughs> Cheers, Cleaver. Can I just say, on, and, and this kind of relates back to the previous questions that we had as well, there was a newspaper that opened, local newspaper in a place called Darwin, which is near Blackburn. And it said that it was just going to publish good news. That newspaper went out of business in nine months. There you go. People don't want good news. 
I don't care what you say. It's human nature. You don't want good news. Whatever you say you want, it's not good news. Yes. Well, there just um, isn't any good news anywhere. You're talking about bad, um, bad business ship might be involved with, with us. <laughs> Never know. Bad business ship. Business ship, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a word. Okay, I'm conscious that Coatsy's got us Spanish what's, dinner. What, what's for tea? Is it, if it's not paella, I'll be fuming at this point. It's uh, pulled pork, actually. I think, it, in fact, it's with homemade tzatziki. So it's, uh, it's, it's served at Spanish times, but it is, um, uh, it's not Spanish meal. Okay, okay. We'll get into Spanish time. Um, do you think there's any chance a 5-3-2 formation might suddenly click and get results, or do you think we have to change the system to have any chance of turning this season around? Also, Twiglet Sandwich. Don't knock it till you've tried it. That's from Andrew Foote. Love, love a Twiglet Sandwich. I've never tried a Twiglet Sandwich, but I, I am going to try one. If I can give you a word of advice on the Twiglet Sandwich, go a little bit heavy on the butter, or it gets quite dry quite quickly. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> What was the answer question? <laughs> Five three two, or do we need to change it to turn the season around? Five three two is fine if you play your bloody wing backs. We've got wing backs. We've, got one, we've, got, we've got one wing back. We've got two wing backs, but no others. Yeah. <laughs> if they're out and injured, don't play the five three two. We're flipped. Um, Dan yeah, Johnson and, and, and uh, Jane uh, Jimmer asked a sub question about: Can you remember Worcestershire sauce twigglers? I do remember them, and I remember liking them initially, but then hating them afterwards. And there was curry flavored twigglers. I think I think this has come up on the pod before, and I'm quite happy for it to come back. Sounds amazing. Okay. Okay, Dan Johnson, tomato ketchup in a ham sandwich. My old housemate from university, who was at Leeds, swore by it. Ben Barrett, what say you? All the food's all about you and it, Ben. I'm going to ask the fat guy about the food. Um, I am, I'm just really sorry that Dan had to live with a psychopathic serial killer during his time at university, to be honest with you. That's, that's such a shame on him. What about just tomato ketchup in a sandwich? Is that even a sandwich? No. no. Is a, a hot dog a sandwich? What about corned beef with tomato ketchup? No. Well, why would you do that? Corned beef and pickle. Okay, move along. Anyway, there are football-related or Yeovil-related uh, questions I can see here. Harry, and are there any are there crisps any better than pickled onion monster munch? Oh, yes, I mean, flaming hot from, Doritos. Yeah, apart from millions Chili of heat others, yeah. Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I like flaming hot monster munch. Anyway, carry on. Uh, if you each had one point to make about what's gone slash going wrong this season, what would each of your individual points be? Is that because is is that are we only allowed one point because we only get draws? Oh, I is like that, is it. Is that your point? I like it. I don't know. Um, I'm going to pull the uh, the Southgate comment again and say we're playing formation over players. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I think we've overcomplicated things unnecessarily. That's why I would we've we've tried too hard to find a solution that's probably quite simple. I think Tom Knowles left. <laughs> he did. Yeah, you're right. Um, Paul Swain, Robo Chap, relegated teams last season. Weymouth, six wins from 44, 1.5 per 11. Kings Lynn, eight wins from 44, two per 11. One win from 11 is therefore statistically relegation form. Do we have to admit we are in serious trouble or are we genuinely in a false position? What did Dover do? He hasn't mentioned Dover there, has he? They went down as well. Well, they were down before they started, weren't they? Yeah, they 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 okay. chucked the towel in, didn't they, Dover? Okay. Um, 
I don't think I don't think eleven games after eleven games. I don't think you can talk about relegation or 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 fall. No, I don't think you can talk about relegation after eleven games. But I I don't think they're in a false position. I think after eleven games, you are in the position you deserve to be in after eleven games. But there is a lot of other games to to go out and. Yeah, it only takes only takes one good run, and we've probably got a good run in this. Mm. I I said said, I said with such little belief. (laughs) I said to someone on Saturday that there was um I I thought this squad was better than anyone else and that there was less there was no proper deadwood in this squad like there was last season. And do you know what they said to me? Ruben Reese scored hat trick for Western Supermare today. And I'm like I yeah, I wanted to throw myself on the tracks at South End Station, but Um, okay. Next question. Sorry. With Torrey banned for three games, is the perf- is it now the perfect time to give Scrimshaw a start rather than 10, 15 minutes off the bench? That's from Andy Cleave. I don't know. I don't know who Jake Scrimshaw even is or what kind of a player he is. He's a blonde man who runs around for seven minutes. I've got a feeling Linton will just come back in. Mm. That's what I, uh, yeah. That's what I think will happen. Um, Adam Skinner. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, would Glover's cast be willing to write a list of key questions to the Oval Town board with a realistic deadline for you to respond to them? I feel like you may have a genuine platform to unite and represent all YTFC supporters to get the answers we are all craving. I'm telling you, have we, have we, uh, haven't we tried this? <laughs> haven't we written a list of key questions to the Oval Town board with a realistic deadline to respond to them? They know where we are. There's a dentist out there somewhere that's treating someone with a broken tooth. Okay. Mm, um... <laughs> Ian's moving <this> off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just conscious you've got dinner, Dave. Uh... No, I've, I've bumped it for Deal Court past. So... Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I will say. It's a serious point. Anyone, I've made this point before, anyone can write a letter. Anyone can write an email and then publicly say, hey, I've written this uh, letter and I've said that I would like a response within seven days. Anyone can do that. Absolutely anyone can do that. Chairman at ytfc.net. These people are perfectly approachable people. Uh, I mean, yeah, fine. They know where we are. They know where their own platforms are. It's not difficult if they want to talk. It's not difficult if they want to answer questions. It's not difficult at all. They know where we are and we are open to it and we are prepared to give them the full Laura Kunisberg treatment. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Not sure if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> Who's Laura Kunisberg in this trio? <laughs> Move on. Next question. <laughs> uh, Mitch Emery, where do you even go from here? Absolutely no optimism amongst the fans I know. We have stopped going as it's just not fun anymore. I know that isn't being a fan, but I just cannot be asked anymore. It is being a fan. It is being a fan. At a time where it costs 48 quid to turn your blooming light bulb on, scared to boil a kettle in case you go over your blooming um, your, your, uh, electricity balance, it is being a fan to turn around and go, I've got better things to do. It's a two-way street. They've got to make it so you have to spend whatever spare pennies you've got on that football club and going to that football club. Dave, you've made the choice to drive down to Essex and become David Essex for the weekend <laughs> and go to two games of football. That's your choice. And 
and it was alluded to after the game. This is not me as much saying anything else. Josh Norton said it after the game. These people pay good money in this crazy time to come and support them. And you deserve it. I deserve it. Mitch, you deserve it. That they make it so Hewish Park is the only place you have to spend your Saturday afternoons on and off the pitch. Don't... Dave doesn't go to Hewish Park. I know, but you you know, you're you're plowing money he puts into Dortmund. His money in the away teams. South End kind of need it at the moment, it's fine. Um and the question is where do we That's go from here? Pay, if nothing else. Dorking. Uh, That's where we go. But don't 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 feel um don't feel like you have to feel bad about not deciding to go. That's not on you. That's on that's on a football club, top to bottom, left to right. I could, I'm gonna make you a star. That's two David Essex songs. David in Essex one. <laughs> <laughs> That's two David Essex oh, songs, okay. not one. Well, yeah. sorry, I didn't okay. know. I didn't know he had more than one. No, um, I, I, I googled it. So yeah. And this one, the seems the appropriate way to finish podcast. You can only use one utensil for the rest of your life, with the other two <laughs> banished. Who is existence. this question from? Uh, some guy called Ben. Uh, oh, which do you choose? Fork, knife, or spoon? No doubt he spent his entire Sunday thinking about what the right answer is. So bad. Whatever well, we say I, I will be right. I think it's up for debate. I think there's a really good conversation to be added. You have to bump it back. You have to bump dinner back to half past nine. Four. four on. What? Uh, How, have fork, you fork. Fork? How have you settled on fork? Okay, fine. That's baffling. Go on, Dave. Well, you can spike stuff, cut stuff. Yeah, good luck with your soup. Um, I don't want soup. What do I want soup for? Can I say spork? No, don't, I can don't, just tip, don't be that guy. I can just don't tip be... soup in a mug and drink it. Dave, what utensil are you choosing? Um, I'm going to go for spoon. I think, because, I think spoon. Because I, 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 think, I think that you can, you can cut things with a spoon. I think there's more, yeah, I think there's more benefit out of a spoon than any other utensil. Yeah. Imagine spooning a bacon rasher into your gob because your spoon's <laughs> not sharp enough to cut it like the edge of a fork and do the I job. Think, I think I think so. it's got to be spoon. It's got to be. I've ummed and ahed about this all day. I was team fork for a long portion of my Sunday. And yeah, now definitely team spoon. Definitely. Okay. There's nothing you can't do with a spoon if you really put your mind to it. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Well, I just, can um, I just say, by the way, I know, I know we're wrapping up here, but there are other questions and we haven't got to them all. And I want to, uh, yeah, and I want to say, um, uh, just thanks for all the crisp comments. Rob Cox, <laughs> now a what's-it sandwich is just the tops. I'm with you there. I feel like, I feel like a what's-it sandwich is, is, is a good thing to go. Um, John Tesaurus, in honour of the, his words, not ours, BT pundit that calls himself a manager, how many times in a minute can any of you say there's no doubt about it? The winner gets the knowledge of knowing they're second best at saying it behind Chris Hargreaves. So would either of you like to play us out with a one-minute rendition of There's No Doubt About It on repeat, and then Ian can just fade us out? Well, could, could I just say one very last thing before we do? I hope, I hope it's violent conduct. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that because I've conduct. tried that. But could I finish by saying that on the 2nd of October 2022, a very happy... 40th birthday to Glover's cast listener and all-round top bloke, Mr. Christopher Fox. And I'm not going to suggest that we um, uh, sing him out to happy birthday, but that, that is my final word that I would like to say. Happy birthday, Foxy. There's doesn't no doubt about it. Doesn't look a day over 39. Right, someone start the timer and I will just start going with there's no doubt about it. And then after a minute, you can just cut me out.
Okay. Ready. Go. There's no doubt about it. 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 And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 